song so nice we had to hear it twice oh yeah why not hear it a third time mary's well, thrice if you will <laughs> um yeah uh that was um that was a lot of that song yeah 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 I, you know i uh, we chose this clip of the week because well Colin and I have feelings about that whole episode and then and I think most of it is because of this song and this challenge um, yeah. that of course was pissed away by Sucker Punch mm-hmm. um, yeah so we got we had to hear that twice um, in I, full in, in full it was uh, all verses Shea syndrome <laughs> Oh, all of them. Who I saw at Bushwig this weekend. Oh, yeah. How's she doing? Uh, she was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, a wonderful performer. Mm-hmm. Um, I have thoughts on that, maybe for a nuance episode, maybe for the All Right Mary newsletter. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, she was she was great, and the performance after her completely upstaged her. So. I see. Did she do the whole song? She did. Uh, she did two of her live songs, and she did "Cocky." And I have to tell you, oh. like, it was really hot. I do like her songs. Yeah, I like her voice. Oh no, yeah. she's 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 a super talented performer. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah, um, really, that's like the cliff notes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, but anyway, so Sucker Punch. So it's funny that they that we finally got to see a challenge where there is no rigor Morris being mm-hmm. called out because I feel like the alternative to this would be okay, two separate songs. And then it's very easy for the contestants or even the fans to be like, oh, well, they got a better song. Yeah. yeah. So finally, we get to see a challenge where it's like, okay, we're going to do the same song and it's going to be fair. And we forgot that as an audience member, we have to experience the song in full twice. Yeah. Now, if I, and I understand we had to see both performances twice, but why didn't they just edit the two performances together and we, you know, had to endure yeah. uh, pissed away by Sucker Punch only once. Right, like the way that they do the floor shows. <laughs> yeah. Why not just do a whole compilation of scenes? Because, um, you know, honestly, like, I got the idea pretty quickly in, you know, and I feel like it would be very easy to kind of highlight when PMS was really like, you know, when, when Bitch was really killing it. Right. Um, you know, or when James got his h- tongue cut out. Like, they could highlight the highlights, but otherwise, I mean... It was the whole thing was just public access realness. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh my God. It was it was really hard to to endure yeah. twice. And there's part of me that loves public access realness, but I I mean I like QVC realness. Yeah, you know, like this is like this is like three thirty in the morning on a Tuesday. This is like <laughs> what airs on public access before like church for shut-ins. You know what I mean? I heard it described that way once. This church for su- shut-ins on like EWTN, and I was like, "That's exactly what that is." Well, you know, it's interesting because the I don't know. I obviously PMS was better. Like it was an obvious better performance. Mm-hmm. Um, not only because of the the lead singer, one of them actually knowing the words. That's helpful. You know, I yeah. mean, bitch really knew the words, yeah, uh, yeah. which they highlighted. <laughs> but I feel like I, I was feeling for you, Colin, because I was like, this is basically air instruments. Oh, especially Kendra. <laughs> Kendra was somebody's dad at a barbecue after a couple of Bud Lights. It was like it was like at a bar mitzvah, and the dad gets the blow up guitar that mm-hmm. they sometimes have. Exactly, at those <laughs> and it's floppy, like the, like the the thing. The long part is floppy because it's not fully inflated, and he's just like doing all those faces, dad. <laughs> He's doing kiss tongue. Well, you know, and what, uh, and as you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be a snob. It's fine. Go for I, as, it. as a musician snob, it was annoying to see 
them air lip syncing the instruments and it not being in line with the music mm-hmm. or like when the bass is going and nobody's doing the bass. Yeah. yeah and where's and, those fingers? Yeah. And the guitar is like riffing away at the end and you know, somebody broke the guitar. It's like, well, where's this isn't real or like right. l- not lip sync into the mic. I'm like, well, I wouldn't hear it. Yeah. So it took me out of the illusion anyway. There were moments where Victoria, like there was one where I wrote down where she just kind of, it was like so, it was like she was just saying it. She was like, pissed it all away. <laughs> like, it was like, oh, 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 yeah. Like, it just, you know, and I love Victoria, but she definitely uh, seemed a little lost up there, especially when you compare to Bitch, who just seemed so in her element. Oh, You know, the, right. the benefit of it being the, song the same song see, yeah, exactly. is that you get to see two different people do the same thing. And endure that that amount of time. I mean, right. they had to do it the whole time. Right. And, and I think the fact that Bitch was able to maintain a character, it's kind of what Alaska talked about. She said to Dolly in the fourth episode, like, you need to be in character from like when you're not even, you know, being featured. You need right. to always be in character. Right. And I think Bitch really did that, whereas it seemed like ironically I was really seeing the real Victoria now. And she was like, I this is not my thing, guys. Yeah. Shh. Yeah. Could we yeah, could we do it so so quiet by Bjork? Because that I got. Yeah. Well, there's loud sections in that. Yeah, um, but she could, you know. She, I mean, I, I will say the fake uh Abhora, it was a cool idea, mm-hmm. but she was on an island. Like, I mean, yeah. she totally got lost, actually. Yeah. Just she became part of the set. Yeah. Um, it was very disjointed. I, I didn't really get what they were doing. I guess they, like, she like ropes them in and I that didn't even I didn't they didn't notice they that. They enter from under her, or like, you know. Was, I watched I this like, two okay. or three times and I don't remember that. So I feel like that says something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you have PMS and I guess my only problem, I mean, it was a good show. It was interesting with the beer bottle pissing and mm-hmm. things like that. But, uh, and there was more interaction. It was like more choreographed. And yeah. the backup singers were actually sing- lip syncing when they were supposed to. Everybody kind of got a moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but at the same time, like, I had to endure it again. So <laughs> I think that was the that was the problem was like, oh, my God, it's the whole thing again. It's better, but it's the whole thing. It's again. the whole thing. So again. it was like it was conflicting. It was very some 41 blink 182 mm-hmm. kind of era. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. maybe if the song was better, I know I'm being hard on it, but like hard on. I just said hard. on. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I uh, I think they could have done two different songs. I don't think it needed to be the same one. I think there's so many songs that are similar and invoke the same energy. Do you think it was like a budget thing, too? I mean, if they're oh, paying maybe. for only one song. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe they can only really, you know. Uh, afford one and I guess they don't have somebody writing music for them right um yeah I guess so I mean it's one of the I think with with Dragula there is always that like okay well you know it's Dragula you know what do I expect you know what I mean like at the end of the day I back off a little because it's not a VH1 you know what I mean yeah and I don't even think that it's like uh, I mean that it's it doesn't have the budget oh it doesn't have the budget uh, oh I see I'm saying it's like drag race I have expectations of because you know Rue just won his his third Emmy that's right Uh, Delta work won an Emmy work yeah Yeah. work Matthew Uh, Anderson didn't no he did not Uh, but Delta did, uh, and guess what, Delta? Well, guess what, Delta? She did. You did. <laughs> you you did. won. Um, what about me? What about Raven? <laughs> well, you lost. Uh, <laughs> karma. Ugh. Oh God. Yeah. Um, that, that's karma, right? <laughs> yeah. Valerie says it's one point. Karma, yeah, right? It's karma, right? It's karma, right? Uh, and so, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I what I'm saying is like I I think that I forgive the budgetary restrictions of Dragula. Okay. Or when I can kind of like see that they're being prompted to give conversations and whatnot, I'm like, okay, well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess too, it it worked in bitch's favor to see the same song. I mean, yeah. who knows what would have happened if it was two separate songs? But yeah, I feel like it would have. Uh, it's, it would have had the same outcome so yeah I mean I feel like they had even said to her like this was your challenge like we wanted you to be the lead of this band because it's like this is your sink or swim moment sure so I think I think regardless of what the song was bitch needed to turn it out this week yes and, and it, the bitch turned it and the bitch turned it um yeah. what about uh Dolly uh she's in a rock band right or was in a rock band yeah she was um she was in the winning team right uh, yes Yeah You know I think that was The only other thing I maybe had an issue with On the winning team Is I did have a little bit Of a hard time telling Who, who from who yeah, Except right. for Bitch Yeah was, um, It was Disasterina Was on that team too Yes Disasterina Erica and Dolly Yeah So I just I got a little confused Who was who Right So it was like They did a really great job Of everybody getting a moment But then I was like Wait who is that Is that Who is that Is that <laughs> felony Who is this um, And so uh, Yeah I mean it is what it is, but at the end of the day, I think that they met the challenge. Okay, you know, yeah, oh, oh, for sure, yeah, and you know, I, the most interesting thing was like the maybe the looks on the floor show, which was kind of a runway in that sense. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The looks beforehand. I mean, it was interesting because they were different. We got to see them. Right, different we just looks. got to see other looks. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, well, let's jump into this uh, this Dragula. Continue our Dragula journey down into yeah. the you know the depths of hell, mm -hmm. uh, and let's uh, tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, they're of course listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, scary. All right, scary. <laughs> which is of course our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little BD BD TV show. I'm Johnny, and I'm Colin, and we're of course continuing our. Ooky spooky recap of Dragula season two. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, for our Marys, uh, I think this episode we are going to talk about episode three. Yes. And episode four. Yeah. I mean, that's what we did last week with one and two. We found that it just worked. It just made sense. I think. Um, and I think with these two episodes, we do see kind of a continuation of things. Yes. You know, I feel like there's a lot more that happens in episode four, right. both in the boudoir or boudoir, if you want to pronounce it that way. <laughs> um, and also, obviously, on the runway. Yeah. Or the floor. The floor. And Excuse I have me. to say, I, I'm too excited to talk about episode four it's, with the yeah. the, the sci-fi babes. Yeah. Uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. That That's now, I think, the episode to beat. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. The I, I thought it was season, uh, episode two. Uh, but in terms of like holistically what happened in the boudoir and what mm -hmm. uh, happened in the challenge, it was like, okay, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have to thank, before we jump into things, I have to thank the Marys that came out and gave us a lot of insight and tea mm -hmm. on how Drag Race is filmed. And, Dragula. Or, excuse me. Yeah. It's all right. Did it last week. <laughs> How Dragula is filmed and, and, and some of the uh, the outside things. There's the subreddit that we found. Yeah. And then Disasterina's YouTube channel. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to watch Disasterina's YouTube channel. Oh, I'm so I, excited. Oh, to my like, God. Disasterina episode four. To Fuck get yes. more of Disasterina. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, so it was interesting now watching uh, episode three and four, knowing that they had a week off mm -hmm. to go and figure things out and right. do things mm -hmm. and then come back. So it's kind of like Drag Race Thailand. I think they did it like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it makes sense also in uh, when you hear things like, oh, Kendra was four hours late for rehearsal. And I'm like... How did that happen? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I get it. Or like, oh, Erica called her dad. It's like, what? Okay. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. not in isolation. Yeah, 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 exactly. They're not in isolation, um, which is, yeah, I mean, I guess it, that's a... 
I don't know. It's interesting because I guess there's always that factor that when we talked about this a lot with Drag Race Thailand, where like when you don't have the pressure cooker of, of being, you know, in quarantine and everything is every two days and all of that. Like, I think there's obviously like there's there's an excitement of seeing what the queens will do in those conditions. But then on the flip of it is what we've seen on Drag Race Thailand and, and Dragula of like the quality yeah, of the looks that we get. Yeah. And it's worth it. It's worth it for a better show. Right. It's it's basically like Project Runway where they get to go home for a little while and like mm-hmm. develop their line. Yeah. It's less of how are they going to do it and more of what are they going to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the focus is different. I will say that, you know, both can be impressive, right? I can mm-hmm. be impressed by a Drag Race girl that can just fucking bring these looks and turn it out on these challenges we, like day after day. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, I mean that. Yeah, the the endurance of of drag race is certainly impressive. Sure. Yeah, um, but then it leads to things like you know Moni Cart not having time to make her look, and right. it's like, well, it, it's a shame we didn't get to see another amazing runway because she mm-hmm. didn't have time. But yeah. we've talked about that plenty. Facts are facts, America. <laughs> um, she didn't know the words. Um, so you know, and of course, you know, some of our Marys have have given us the um, the hot tea on drama that's happened between queens. And yeah, I don't want to dig too much into it to be honest. Like, I just don't feel like talking about I drama, mean, well, especially because Monique's gone. Yeah, um, and I think we'll learn more at the reunion. And right, and, and I just like, like I don't have enough information to talk about it right now. Sure, one way or the other, I don't have enough information. Right, so I just like don't want to. Yeah, but like, thank you to everyone who gave us context oh, and was like, that. you know made sure that we had the whole story and blah, blah, blah. You guys are great. It's, it means a lot when you like think of us. Right. Yeah, Yeah, no. And I, I think it, Puts puts things into different contexts. And yeah. yeah, you have to see all sides, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, but we can we can just dive into episode three. Oh, and honey, I want to dive into that cold open. Oh yeah, uh, central gay casting. Can we please <laughs> get a pizza boy? I mean, I love the gay casting oh and all of these little God. bits. He is so tasty. Hi, I have a twelve inch sausage for you. <laughs> Hi, and I'm not judging anybody's fave voice because I'm over here sounding like Brenda Vaccaro. But like, I just love that oh. that gay aesthetic of like the muscle boy with the muscle Mary. Yes, yes. Yes, when a, when a purse and rainbows and sperms come out, uh-huh, you know exactly. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> there you are. I want to talk to her. Yes, yeah, yes. And you know, he looked great in those jeans. Look, oh yeah, give a little little tug. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah, um, I was into it. The little tears on the inner thigh. Yeah. Oh, I noticed that nuance. Yeah, yes, yeah. Of course, as um, a as a, a cyclist myself, yeah, I'd love to sit across from him on the subway sometime. You know, <laughs> I'd love to be his uh, bicycle seat. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You remove the seat. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. It was uh, again. I love. I'm loving these cold opens. It gives the Boulay brothers a chance to kind of do and be. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, yes, this is scripted. Yes, we are creating a mini movie uh, and and our own little featurette. Yeah, yeah. And of course, like, I, I agree with, I think uh, you were emailing with one of our Marys with uh, Sister, well, I just so many iterations, Sister Mary, Allie, Sister Mary. Allie. Yeah, exactly. I, there's so many names. I want to make sure I get people's names right. Which one do you want to be known as? I want to be either known as Colin or Barbara, please. I, I pronounce it Ally. Oh, maybe. I think Ally Witch, you know, like. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah. our hearts are in the right places, even if our pronunciation is not. That's right. But you guys are emailing about how in these like cold opens or whatever, these little bits, like Swan is the better bit actor. Swan Thula is, uh, yeah. I agree. She, she's kind of leading mm-hmm. those those featurettes. I mean, yeah. Drac is great. Drac's great. He's it, it, it's just a different energy that works in different places, whereas Swan really works in these moments. Yeah, and I, it was backed up this weekend. I went to Bushwig, uh, which is 
was everything I needed. It filled my soul. It was a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Um, but uh, the Boulay Brothers performed. They hosted and they performed. And they performed Jar of Hearts. And at the end, obviously, they eat a heart. Oh, yeah, um, sure. <laughs> as one does. It was fabulous. Mm -hmm. But um, you could even tell with the lip syncing that Swanthula... Uh, just had the mouth. She yeah. had like jujube mouth. She gives good mouth. Give good mouth. Yeah, you know? I can see that. Um, not that Drakmorta was poor, but it mm -hmm. was, it, you could tell that one of them had, was doing more. That's like her thing, yeah. And yeah. I mean, in this like, this clip, this sort of opening thing, I was, I was noting just like, God, she is so fucking beautiful. Yeah, she's, like, oh, she's absolutely Swan's gorgeous. Swan's transformation is really like, in, I mean, Drugs great, but I, I, as I, Ally says, the dimples. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like she just is like, oh, look at you, you little cutie. Yeah, dimple um, queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas like Druck, I'm like, oh, hey there, drag queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I feel like um, I want to like stare at Swanthula, and I want to kind of like ride Drack. Oh, you're like attracted to Drack. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like, I, you know, I like a tall queen. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, to me, Drack is like, um, he's like this great professor i had in college like i don't want to fuck him i just want to like <laughs> ask him questions yeah <laughs> okay but, i see that yeah, yeah like yeah yeah. yeah yeah i'm like attracted to his mind right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right but i'll take israel sure oh yeah. <laughs> sure yeah. zamora israel yeah because israel is really hot <laughs> oh my god all right mary all right mary oh jesus uh oh. so yeah so we have that wonderful cold opening and um yeah and then the, the girls come back they talk mm -hmm. about monique leaving um and we're given this ridiculous challenge yes yes <laughs> where they're going to be uh split into two groups mm -hmm. to be these rock bands these heavy metal punk etc and so forth yeah uh, it's interesting that they did not put abora and bitch together that i found interesting because i feel mm. like on drag race they would have done that yeah i mean i think then drag race would do that so we could then see them in like rehearsals together right and, and we don't see we don't see that. any of that so it's almost like Again, doesn't, no process, right? Yeah, it doesn't really matter kind of how they work. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a, it, it's certainly an interesting challenge. Uh, it, it's a great kind of like, as a template, it's a great kind of group challenge and a great time in the season to do it. Of like, okay, we're going to split into two. Yeah. And now we have to see how you work together. Right. And how you stand out. Like, yeah. I think that these are obviously things we see on Drag Race, but I think they do carry over as important challenges. Yeah, it was a thesis, I feel like, towards the end of the episode when, mm -hmm. uh, was it Swanthula who was saying it? It was Drac, yeah. Oh, it was Drac, mm -hmm. who said, like, you guys have to figure out how to work together. Like, right. You need to do this. Right. And that certainly rang true, as we see in the next episode with Abora. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I liked there was there was a lesson to all of this. Yeah. Um, so, of course, we go to the boudoir, boudoir, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, and my first note is... Uh, uh, disasterina being prompted to start conversations. Yes. So, uh, beach pudding, you were uh, you were in the bottom two last week. Like, it's, she's so like Borat meets like oh, she's fabulous. Uh, meets Tammy Brown meets disasterina because I don't think I don't think anyone's like disasterina but disasterina. Um, but I just love when she's like tasked to start the conversations and she's like, I don't even have normal conversations on my own. But all right. Um, so of course she uh, she starts a conversation with Dolly where they're talking about she's like so uh, you were in a rock band is, and I'm sorry to interrupt you but like is disaster in a kind of a pizza queen? Um oh uh, is she a pizza queen? For areas that don't know, a pizza queen is like basically when you think about pizza like. We can have dollar pizza or yeah. we can have, you know, like Gourmet. $5 slices. 
and it's still pizza and we still love it. Yeah, I kind of want it. Like, no matter how it comes out, I kind of want it. Yeah. Like, it, pizza's always pretty good. Right. So, Pizza Queen is like a queen. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, she's always good. Yeah. So, it's Katya, it's Jujubee, it's Biella from Biella, Drag Race Thailand. For sure. People who have not watched Drag Race Thailand. Oh, I. Season two's coming, thank God. Yeah, I'm going to spend the rest of my life telling people to watch season one of Drag Race I, I, Thailand. That is how I lead now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, hello, my name is Colin. It's, hello, have you seen Drag Race Thailand? Are you aware of Biella? She's a pizza queen. I'm, I'm Colin, by the way. Um, yeah, it's very uh, it's very successful. Dating is a whiz. And so, uh, Disasterina is, I don't know if she is a, I feel like she's something else. I feel like Disasterina is like, I want to. I was gonna say she's like a calzone queen. You're like, I don't know what's in there, but I'm looking forward to finding out. You know what I mean? You know. Well, it's like when you order the calzone at the pizza place, they're always like, "Oh, oh, you want a calzone? Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> not sure. a slice. Okay, you, you want all of this? <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, you know, there's like, it's gonna take a few minutes. No, it's like, oh, fine. Yeah, no. right. It's gonna take a yeah. while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, right. it's pretty hot inside. Yeah, no, I'm expecting it. I'm ready for it. Calzone Queen. Yeah, Calzone okay. Queen. A Calzone Queen is like, I don't know what she's going to come out with, yeah. but I'm looking forward yeah. to finding out. Take me away, Calzone. Yeah, take me away. Yeah, Calzone, take me away. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so Disasterina is talking to Dolly about being in a rock band. Right. And that's where we get, I mentioned oh, this last yeah. week, we get like a, an interesting kind of like, you know, I don't want to say social justice corner, but the version of that of like, you know, here's, real story. here's the real issues I'm dealing with in my real life that... Um, it sounds like she was in a pretty toxic situation with someone in her band who, like, basically wouldn't let her get treatment. And she, I, I guess, she had to like go on tour. Yeah, and... like basically, yeah, like you know, they went on tour and there was like no option for her to like take care of herself. Right. And she didn't have insurance and she got super sick. And it's you know now in in the United States in 2018 um, in the gay community, I think we don't hear stories about that that often about people who aren't able to get treatment. Right. There's, I mean, because there's just so much of, of people being made aware that treatment's available and how to get it and like getting onto it that like, I was like, Oh, I, this is probably not uncommon Yeah. that there are people who just like for a multitude of reasons, treatment is not in their life. Right. But I thought it was also really interesting for her to then talk about when she did, did finally quit and, go into the hospital and is now undetectable. I think in its own kind of like subtle without pushing it kind of way, it was like there was a bit of a message there of like this can like you can take care of yourself. Like yeah. This this can be treated. You know right. what I mean? Like this reminder that like you can go. It's from, not a death sentence. Yeah. You can go from super sick to undetectable. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, it's good to see that story represented. Sure. Especially know? because it's still super hard to come out as HIV positive. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and there's still that stigma that that's there. And so that even even going to the doctor and being like, I have HIV, I need medication. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's. Yeah. Well, and how many people like don't understand what undetectable means? Right. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. Like that, I mean, I remember when I didn't understand what it meant you right. know and I right. think there's that, prep and there's pep you know it's like yeah. there's yeah well and yeah and then there's just the the mere fact that like if you're you know if you're on treatment and you're you know successfully you know undetectable you also are untransmissible sure. you know and sure. it's like that's a huge shift yeah and um, you know I think we've talked about this before but health classes like it it's super sad for queer people that don't get queer health education mm-hmm. um, especially gay men um, 
and they don't learn about HIV and PrEP and PEP and things like that and, mm -hmm. and the nuances and what undetectable means and all that. Yeah. They should be learning that in health in health class. Yeah. And they're not. Well, also the mere fact that like HIV is not a gay person's exactly. virus. And, and, and that's what's so frustrating about health education is that they're not including it because the stigma is still there that mm -hmm. it is, the, you know, the gay disease. Yeah, because the populations right now where HIV infections are on the rise are not... Um, not within strictly just the gay community. Absolutely. And it's uh, more so with uh, people under the age of 18. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, do the fucking yeah, math. exactly. No pun intended, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah I am... Um, do the math. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Yeah, I was... Well, you know. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so moving on, I, I think the next note that I have is, I just wrote down, Jesus, the journey Erica goes on. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. I think my summary of it was she's talking to bitch pudding and they're sitting there putting their makeup on or just kind of, you know, doing the boudoir thing. And she's basically saying, you know, well, I was really kind of pissed at you because like you were in the bottom. I wasn't in the bottom. Um, so I'm pissed at what you said, but I understand what you were saying. <laughs> I'm mad at you, um, but I'm really excited to work with you, but I'm going to take all this aggression out. It was just like, w girl, pick a storyline and run with it. Well, I mean, for me, it was kind of, I think she was working it out. I don't think she was actually angry at bitch. I think she was a little frustrated. And there's still that like bitch putting in the, in the water where it's like, let's all gang up on bitch. Like she's the bitch. So yeah. let's let, you know, there's that kind of feeling that's yeah, but there. I, I feel like Erica's always been like, she's always credited herself as like bitches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then she was betrayed and she yeah. had those feelings. I also think that the phone call to her dad, like that was also, uh, I think a, a part of her feelings and she's kind of feeling a certain type of way. I, I think that that is a very generous interpretation. Okay. I, I just felt like, Holistically, I just feel like looking at Erica, it, there's a lot of getting screen time. So, well, okay, but do you think a part of that, yeah, sure, I'll go there with mm -hmm. you. Do you think a part of that was like, oh, drama, right? Reality show, oh, yeah. drama, I have to be mad at bitch. Yeah. Even though, in like two minutes later, she can be, oh, bitch, you know, I called my dad. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like so how you no. talk to your your kiki girl. Yeah, no, you know, Erica is trying to produce as much content in the boudoir as she can for them. Right. And like, you know, uh, producers contestant essentially but like I don't I don't live for that like I, I understand that she's trying to like help create content but I'm I don't I don't celebrate that okay. I'm like just be you girl yeah just be you because I feel like I can see her glancing at the camera occasionally <laughs> and it's just and <laughs> just not into it I hear you I hear you uh, but I did I did appreciate the journey she went on I thought you were gonna talk about the journey that she went on when talking about her dad and I because I felt it didn't feel like an earned moment of gravitas, really? whether that be editing or whether that be I don't it just I didn't I didn't feel anything. Okay, I felt like I was seeing a moment, maybe even not prompted by her, of the producers being like, "Hey, let's let's talk about this here. Get bitches' attention." Like it was very like, oh. "Hey, bitch." It, oh, it just didn't feel real, and I, can I think see that, that like because of that, I was just like, I know. And I don't, I don't think bitch had much to say. I think Erica kind of said everything. She, she's like, I'm just really proud of myself. Like, and I had the courage. And bitch is like, like I feel like if this was a real conversation, it would be like bitch saying, well, I'm really proud of you for like having the courage to talk to your dad. Oh, I Whereas see. I feel like Erica was just like, she's like, okay, well, I guess I'll just like produce this moment, and then bitch yeah. can give her a high five at the end. Yeah, okay, I hear you know? that. But I also feel like, I don't know. I feel like Erica is the type of queen that I see in her mediation. Um, skills that she she kind of 
she can celebrate herself. She knows that, okay, I'm just going to, yeah, this is what I, I I'm going to name this. I'm going to see this. But I am being generous because I do like Erica Clash. You're being very generous. Okay. It, it, compared to, I'm not being generous. I'm being Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, you are. And I'm uh, <laughs> being, I don't know, some kind of Portia de Rossi <laughs> pun. Uh, I can't even think of anything. Um <laughs> What's the opposite of generous? Stingy? I'm being very... Portia to stingy. Portia to stingy. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Um, we also find out that uh, Victoria is dating another drag queen. Yeah. Or was at this time of this filming, at yeah. least. Yeah, they've been together for like three years. Yep. And um, I know. love how they just brought up like, well, has there ever been a third? It's like, Mary, what? Right. <laughs> well, yeah, I... I mean, I guess I'm not, I don't know. I guess I'm not surprised. I feel like it's like the obvious place to go. Really? I th- well, I think in the way that- When like, I find out somebody's dating somebody, I don't say like, well, are you open? Because I th- again, I think all of this is framed in like we are producing content. Oh, I see. Like they're not going to have like normal conversations. Well, they certainly pinpointed towards Dolly and Victoria's kind of like- Yeah. Rrr, the, rrr, rrr. Yeah. And who knows what that, I mean, since they get a little week off in between, who knows, yeah. you know, right. uh, if, uh, if there's a dictoria happening, <laughs> but, um, I don't want to jump the, the gun on that. On uh, that one. Um, <laughs> Dictoria. speaking of guns, we also get the actor one gun that Kendra is a performance queen, right? That this is where she excels at like, this is her moment. Sure. I also understood what she was saying when she said that, you know, the rest of you were kind of like Look looks queens. queens. She didn't maybe say it right. What she was, she was complimenting everybody. Yeah. She was saying like, you all do really great looks. It's not something I do. Right. I don't know if you're. They weren't minimizing their drag. No, it was just saying like, that's definitely not my strong suit, but like, it's at least one of yours. Right. And I think it just wasn't coming out right. Yeah. It was unfortunate. Yeah. I was like, guys, calm down. Yeah. I shouldn't say guys. I should say monsters. Calm down. Yeah. Well, (laughs) yeah, I was, that was a weird, like, I don't know. I felt like that was not real at all. It was like, guys, sorry, false, false alarm on that drama, you know? (laughs) Yeah, this episode they were really kind of trying to muck up some things. Monique just left, so it's right. like, well, we still have bitch and Abora, and it's like, oh well, we have Kendra. Look at her, and, and then and Erica's like, I think at one point she says to Kendra, like, I want that for you. Oh, like, right. I want you to like have that moment. I want that for you. And I think somebody makes fun of her in the room, like, I want that for you. And I think those are the moments oh. where, like, you, the, the comparisons to Laganja, the school is fuckness. Is, I okay, you know, okay. I. I, I hear what you're saying. I can still kind of like be happy that she's in the room. I'm really sure. happy that Erica's in the room. That she's participating in Dragula or that she's... That but she's, she's participating in Dragula and like is in the room to kind of have different types of conversations that she can mediate, that she can kind of be like the heart, you know, in a way. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like she's she does, she's not ever really shady well she's you know she's just so tired of getting caught in the middle so how about she mediates this conversation between these two people who have more history than she has with either of them you know what she that was from a place of of kindness mary and we'll get to that okay we'll get to um i just i think you are being you are you are opening the bank account for her well um and i am throwing her some i also saw her perform this weekend it was fabulous yeah uh which and and none of this has to do with her with her drag yeah i understand just this is the moment yeah um we also, of course, get the Act One. Um, I wrote this as the Act One backup hammer, um, <laughs> where Kendra didn't show up to rehearsals. Right, and I feel like we kind of knew, like, okay, so Kendra's going home. This yeah, week. Kendra. Like, regardless, Kendra's going home this week. <laughs> um, they've made that clear. Yeah, I thought maybe because Dolly was in a. I keep wanting to say Dahlia, but it's Dolly. Yeah. Um, was in a rock band that I was like, okay, maybe they're trying to push that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, it was. Yeah, it was Kendra. Yeah. 
um, we learn, you know, it was interesting. There's always those conversations that I think um, come with the territory of like, oh, do your parents know and coming out to your parents? And we learn about Disasterina's parents. Oh, right. Disasterina's mom. Now, that's like a one act play I'd love to see. Oh, wow. Just the whole like imagine who Disasterina's mom is. Not necessarily the Alzheimer's and all that part of the dementia, but like the mother of that queen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but that was an interesting, also an interesting perspective that if I'm going to use my point of reference of drag race and stories of parents and we've heard so many different iterations of like supportive parents, not supportive parents. Yeah. It's, it's part of most queer people's journey, right? Yeah. It's talking about their parents and yeah. Being and, the monster that, you know, their right. Parents didn't want. Right. Right. Or the one that they had to sort of come to terms with or whatever. Yeah. Whereas then disasterine is like, well, her father's dead and her mother has dementia. And it was like, Oh, what an interesting story that it was kind of like, there was nothing it was almost like there was no point in trying to come out to them. Sure. That's what he was kind of saying. And I thought, well, that's, I don't know. It just got, I guess because Disasterine is older, I think we also get a different perspective, you know? We potentially have parents who come from a different time, yeah. you know? I also think uh, being heteroflexible, it's like, you know, why why traumatize my mother who won't even understand? Right, because, like, you know, he even says, like, you know, I could I could tell my father everything and anything that, like, I'm I'm married to a woman and all right. this and it still wouldn't matter. Um, and I was like, okay, well, you're married to a woman and you have, like, tentacles hanging out of your crotch. It's like, <laughs> girl, like, being not 100% straight is, like, the least of your, like quirks yeah like that I, you know what i mean it's just like that's just like oh i forgot about that oh, right but yeah. you know i think it gives perspective of like if you if you are raised a certain way no matter how you veer from the norm it's still going to be tricky for you to to live authentically with the people in your life that maybe won't accept that yeah yeah i mean i think yeah i think anybody who has not followed the path that their parents followed or the path their parents wanted them to follow yeah even like polyamory yeah. bisexuals like it's hard because mm -hmm. you're in the closet yeah yeah i mean i think anything that's sort of the non-traditional right you know i mean and i even see it like my parents are, are very <clears throat> i would say fairly open-minded but even things like work you know when i talk about doing things that are not a stable job five days a week things that they know right it's like well they get really nervous yeah. and it's like okay well that's just not in your point of reference yeah you know like to me that feels like a normal path and to you it's like i've never gone down that path before i can't even imagine what my parents think when i say the word podcast like i don't mm -hmm. I, I i don't think they even they they think of like a ship you know yeah <laughs> right right exactly yeah they yeah they think of aliens yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know my my mom listens. I know she's listened to some of All Right, Mary, and I know she listens to In the Details. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, so it's like you know, I can't get away with anything. <laughs> I've had to like accept that, like, okay, well, like you're an adult, she's an adult. You can't like censor yourself for your mother, right? She doesn't expect it. Yeah. Um, I I don't think she's listening to these episodes, which is why I've been uh, freely making so many um filthy. Oink, oink. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've been yeah. really letting my snap show. Jokes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, poppers so, Popper <laughs> I hardly know her um, God, Poppers oh, Make a whole episode about poppers Exactly oh. <laughs> God bless that mess um, So Oh I just wrote down that I love Like there's no better combination Than Disasterina on a megaphone Oh my god yeah Right A whole show Yeah Her voice is so perfect for it I mean like Oh what did I write down that um, Oh yeah yeah I uh I just wrote down that I thought it sounded right because she already kind of sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher. So it just kind of amplifies that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's fabulous. Yeah. I really. Calzone queen. Calzone queen. I really <laughs> like Disasterina. Yeah. How did you make that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
weirdo. <laughs> um, so the the is this a, technically a runway or is it a floor show? This is, I mean, yeah, right. It's a floor show slash. It's a floor show. It's I a guess floor a floor show. show is open. You could be anything. Yeah, because it's edited. It's right, yeah. right, right. So we get first. We see we see the looks first, and then the bands. Right, exactly. Right. Um, we also get to see uh, the Boulet brothers in those dresses, oh, the yeah. the pink and blue with that sort of matching thing. Um, I just wrote down this is what I'd like to look like in drag. Okay. I just think like they look like I would love to end up looking like They're that. They're so clean. Yeah. 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 Everything fits right. Everything's right. in the right place. Very they look coordinated. They look comfortable yeah. in that like their their drag fits them and they fit their drag. Do you know and Mary's maybe you can help us out, but do you know do the Boulet brothers do their own makeup? Hmm. I'm assuming they do. Yeah. I, I yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Thinking about drag queens who don't do their own makeup, I know, I know RuPaul doesn't, but I mean, like, who else doesn't do their own makeup? Right. I feel, I feel like that's standard. That's like part of being a drag queen, right? Is being able to do your own makeup. It's like an artist who doesn't paint his own picture. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It, or like a Jeff Koons situation, you know? Yeah. What's what's the Jeff Koons situation? Well, like, uh, or even a um, uh, Chihuly, right? He obviously designs the glass sculptures, but he has people assemble it for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Jeff yeah. Koons, you know, will have people. It's like that. Um, did you see the movie Exit Through the Gift Shop? No, it's been on my list forever. Oh, you should see it. So yeah. basically, it, you think it's going to be about Banksy, but it's not. It's about, uh, I think his name is Mr. Disaster or something. But it's about this artist that's basically a fraud. He, mm-hmm. he like hires other artists to do what he has conceived. I see. Yeah. Um, well, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it feels. Like a drag queen who doesn't do her own makeup. It's like... Well, isn't that like... Well, it's kind of like a designer, right? Who's like, okay, well, this is what I want. Here's my sketch. Go make it. Yeah. You know? So, I, think, I mean, there's there's some validity to it. Sure, sure. I guess I just think of drag as being so much more hands-on. Yeah, you I, know? Hear you. I hear um, you. <clears throat> so we get uh, Michael Schmidt and Magnus Hastings as our guests this week. Thank you for writing those down. You're welcome. I'm familiar <laughs> with Magnus Hastings as like being tagged on Instagram and all those queens like professional uh photos he does like oh he's a photographer oh, okay. yeah so he does a lot of photo shoots with all the queens nice um so let's get to these looks yeah you know i the, the ones that stuck out for me were erica actually mm-hmm. um i thought it was really graphic and fun and like uh again sailor moon goes to this weird uh alice in wonderland place yeah erica i wrote harley quinn more like harley win oh, there you go harley quinn oh harley win yeah. oh mary I, well she doesn't that's all but yeah it is it's harley quinn kinda, yeah yeah um, um and then abora just because it was you know i was like oh okay stilts this is different this is cool this you know, is eccentric see what shakes loose yeah <laughs> yeah no i i thought abora's was really cool um let's see oh i uh bitch pudding i felt like it made me think that she was, I know that there was kind of a Pete Burns reference, but I also felt like I, I don't think she would have actually been on a Prince song, but she kind of looks like a girl who, like a, like a vanity or like, I think she in Easton. Okay. Um, what's the other one I can't think of? Um, Yves Saint Laurent wasn't in Yeah, I think the jacket here. Yeah. But anyway, one of those, like one of those female singers who did like Prince songs, okay. who was like kind of in his little uh, coven, so to speak. <laughs> she kind of looked like that. Um, Oh, Disasterina, I just wrote down, I love that little shot of her smashing the bottle on her head. Oh, yeah. With that look on her face, like, oh, jeez. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, Dolly. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Dolly, I wrote down, Edgar Scissorwings. Oh, perfect. Edgar Scissorwings. Perfect. That's who that character is. Um, Kendra. 
Niecy Nash. Niecy Nash. Yeah. Okay. And that's not a bad drag. No, no, yeah. but that's just who I got. And then yeah. Victoria, I just wrote down, do you like magic? Because oh. that's what I got is like like slimy magician. Sure, you sure. Know? I hear that. I, you know, I, I like that look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought that uh, James actually and Bitch were the most kind of stage ready. James, who James, and I, I'm assuming this is un- intentional, but James was giving, there's this... Um, there's this sort of like punk rock singer named Wendy O. Williams. Wendy O. Williams and the Plasmatics. How you doing? Yeah, yeah, not that Wendy. <laughs> but Wendy O. Williams and the Plasmatics, there's actually like she has worn things similar to what James was wearing. And she's done things like using a, a chainsaw on stage okay. and like lots of stuff like yeah. that. So, I mean, chainsawing a glitter, a glitter ball or a disco ball is like very punk iconic. Right? Yeah, it felt to me like James was definitely pulling some Wendy O. Williams re- realness. And yeah. I thought brilliant that yeah. is exactly the right reference so yeah i do i think that bitch and james got it right right yeah yeah i like their looks a lot mm-hmm. um we talked about this challenge yeah um more public access realness yeah um <laughs> yeah you know I, I wrote down this note because i wrote down public public access realness and i thought what if there was a podcast that was just like featuring different things that showed up on public access well that's the thing i mean if you watch like hsn or uh qvc long enough mm-hmm. i mean I think we've talked about this before. It is 24 hours of improv live yeah. te- live mm-hmm. television. Like crazy things happen and they are alone in a room. Yeah, with just some camera they can't even see. Yeah. I'm thinking of like those local area talk shows right. that are just on some like dusty stage yes. and you know are like permanently set in 1987, you know, right? What I mean? With those transitions and mm-hmm. the slide transitions, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. Music, and, yeah. And we've we've got a we've got a special band tonight, and then they kind of glance over, <laughs> and then the camera like slowly pans over to this other band, like in the corner, not ready. I feel like, um, and that's the fake. You know what? I feel like I've I've watched that stuff as a kid mm-hmm. at like you know two three in the morning because mm-hmm. nothing else was on, right. and uh, yeah, there's this sense of calm. It's it is it's very calming. It's a there's it's funny you mention that because there's um there's an infomercial that I watch to go to it's my sleepy time. Oh really? Thing. It's 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 and this is gonna be uh, spoil- I'm very excited. Yeah, where's my popcorn? Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, I'm gonna be talking about this on in the details as well. Um, I uh, it's a like 50 minute uh infomercial from like 1990. For Micro Crisp, starring Kathy Mitchell, who's just an infomercial queen. Um, yeah, it is. It's basically this like, you, you, have you ever had like a like when you get stuff that you can like a pizza that you can put in a microwave and there's that like aluminum kind of yeah, like of course, thing. of course. I make uh, fries with that. Like, yeah, I French fries with yeah, that. So yeah, so this is it's like these sheets. It's like aluminum sheets that you then like. You can cook anything in the microwave, just wrapping them in the Micro Crisp. Oh, okay. Even frozen steak. Oh yeah, no. She, Mike, Kathy Mitchell has the audacity to cook steak in I the just microwave. Grimaced. Yeah. I just so anyway, it's very calming. Um, it it's uh, it's. Uh, Is there music? Oh yeah, there's everything. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, next week's episode of In the Details. Uh, I'm going to talk all about it. All right. Yeah, you'll get a little sound <laughs> clip. You'll get a real sense of it. Uh, the link is readily available. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, I did not know this about you. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is. I've been sleepy timing to this for the past couple weeks. Okay. And it's just. So good. My new sleepy time the past couple of weeks was uh, is burlesque with Cher and Christina Aguilera. I've still never seen that. You've never seen it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you you should for Cher. Yeah, um, sure. And Cam Gigantic is how I say. Oh his last yeah, name. yeah. Um, but you yeah, know it's great. It's Stanley yeah. Tucci's in it. Oh, yes. Okay. Christina was like the uh, music supervisor, so uh, a lot of the uh, burlesque numbers that are picked are 
really really fantastic mm-hmm. and her vocals are obviously you know fantastic yeah. as well um but yeah it's it's a it's a good movie it's it's certainly not um something that you're gonna be wowed by yeah. but mick steamy is in it oh from Grey's anatomy well all right yeah. all right are there, i well i guess i was gonna say are there any older women in it but obviously shares in it so. um yes yeah. <laughs> what, what more do you need and she sings you haven't seen the last of me right and you know wagon wheel watushi is right. in it i mean right. like you, you but you that's like that's like not like that's the only reference of Wagon Wheel Watusi in the world, right? Like that's not yes. from something else. That is the only reference. It's not like some other thing that no. exists. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um so yeah, so the fake <laughs> is <laughs> Okay, great. Okay, great. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the fake is fake and yeah. PMS, you know, rose to uh the challenge. Yeah, so when PMS PMS of course started with Disasterina on the megaphone again. Fabulous. And I was like, what is this reminding me of? And it's reminding me of the RuPaul song Step It Up. At oh. the be- it's um uh it's the lip sync from All Stars Two. Oh with- uh-huh. uh, uh, no, not not that one. It's um uh to all my ladies out there, my biological ladies, it goes oh. on, and then and then the whole thing at the beginning of the song, and then it, you know, you better step your pussy up, okay. and then the beat, okay, it, yeah, okay, the beat drops, the beat drops, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's what this made me think of, uh, which is not on the megaphone at all. Oh, <laughs> so I mean, you may have been giving an actual megaphone reference, and I was just giving something that sounded like it. Um, so let's see, bitch is phenomenal. Uh, I felt like there was something kind of like an interesting mask femme mix, like she was kind of like. She had a very masculine face, but obviously was like wearing. Yeah, it it, it was like uh, it it worked for that punkness because it was genderless. Right? Yeah, it yeah. Compl- like I, like I could not. Yeah, you couldn't see the lines of gender. And I'm right. like, oh, that's cool. I yeah. like that. I, there's so many things going on in you and once. Totally. Um, I mean, to be perfectly honest with you. Like this whole this whole episode, this whole challenge, I was kind of like. All right, who's getting eliminated? You know? Yeah, I know. I mean, under and ju- even the even the elimination, the extermination was like pretty basic. Yeah, I mean, for deliberations, my notes are whatevs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then under you know judgment, obviously, yeah, PMS wins. Oh, there's of course you know how all the talking heads are like recorded weeks later, right? And bitch has that one where she's like, in, she's in tears and she's like, I'm totally shocked. And it's like, <laughs> girl, it's June. <laughs> This happened in April. Yeah, I was wondering when they filmed those. It's it's way after. I think so. Okay. I think. I mean, uh, unless they're doing the exact same look, but I think they were like, eh, let's just film all these things at once." Okay. You know? Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. I I was wrong last week. I said that Erica was in every extermination. She gets out of this one. Okay. Um. And that of course leaves uh, Kendra and Victoria to get tattoos. Mm. Slut Dragula. Yeah. Slut Dragula. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Um. And the the anthrax car death I thought was uh a, a well acted and yeah. and uh, the coughing fit I was like oh is oh, she okay the coughing <laughs> is she gonna jump from there <laughs> yeah the coughing went on for a while yeah I will say that I really thought um she was going to get run over by the like by the car that I figured she was gonna be coughing and we thought that was gonna be the thing and then a truck was gonna come and yeah plow into yeah. her but we got the car horn which is very campy horror mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah 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 I feel like I've seen that. In other movies yeah right. um i think halloween 2 does that oh okay yeah all right halloween 2 all right halloween 2 <laughs> um so i mean and that's why we're doing two episodes in one because we are ready to talk about episode four yes already thank god what if what if the episode ended here what would we like 12 minutes in no how, how long are we in 47 47 minutes. yeah okay good 47 work 47 <laughs> yeah um so yes, this is the opening where the it's kind of like an origin story mm. of these two aliens. Yes, and this is very like Planet of the Apes for me. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm I wonder if you picked this up as well, like what they looked like. Oh no. They looked like Stepford bots. Oh Remember when Joanna meets her 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 robot version yeah, and she doesn't have the eyes? That's right. And the makeup was so different. It was so different. It was like, oh, look at you guys. Yeah, yeah. No, this was great. And yeah. I, 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 again, I love these featurettes. They're super creative because mm-hmm. it goes to that kind of like '60s mod mm-hmm. like feel. Um, the 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 man that they is that Israel? It's Israel. Oh my god! So acting, you saw his crack, right? Like you were just staring at his crack the Pause whole time. Pause the podcast. I did not. So when he bends over <gasps> and is bowing to them, just you. I, it's I'm all you such, need. I'm such a fucking pervert. But like he, he just bends over and his jeans kind of come down a little bit, and you just see the little the little nickel oh. slot, little wow. coin slot. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So go back, Mary. Take the stills. I can. <laughs> I can work with that slot. Mm-hmm. Can he fit uh, a quarter? You are such a slot, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Dragula slot. <laughs> slot Dragula. Slot Dragula. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was it was tasty, and I watched it twice. So. Yeah. I'll watch it when I get home. Yeah. Um, I also have Tumblr on my phone. All so, right, there you go, yeah. Mary. Um, right. Why yeah. see the slot when you can see the whole silver dollar, Mama? You know. So. Um, oh God. <laughs> I feel like. The we we then you know have the queens you know wherever they convene in that sort of uh, auditorium. What is that? I don't it's know. It's like a little soundstage. Like yeah, a, it's almost like a back, black box theater yeah. that they've like curtained off. I mean, I guess that's where the floor shows and deliberations. Okay, and it's happen. like a corner of the room or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, um, the shirts. Did you notice all the, shirts? the queen shirts? Yes. Yeah. Future is femme. The Vander Von Odd. Uh, and they're all in their makeup. Yeah. Bitch had one. I don't know how to pronounce the name. It was like. Persia, per- it's P E R C H E. Yeah, yeah. Best, best to spell it. I thought it was an N. Pinch. Oh, maybe, maybe it was that. So, yeah. yeah. In any event, there was some kind of queen name, uh, some kind of, um, you know, what is it? What are they called? Uh, I'm blanking on the word. Merch. Oh, merch. Kind of merch. Um, again with the small talk. It's it. You know what? It's getting. A li- I'm kind of like, oh my god. <laughs> I love Disasterina. I love Kendra. Wonderful lady. <laughs> I was like, yeah, wonderful lady. Um, yeah, I did notice that Beach, uh, Beach, Bitch and Abora do not greet each other. There was that like moment oh, when yeah. uh, they come in and I'm like, oh. Okay. All those awkward hugs. Yeah. It was pretty awkward It was today. a little awkward. Uh, uh, yes. And then Vict- uh, Victoria was talking about her tattoo. She was like, yeah, it was oddly pleasurable. And then there's that really cringy moment with James. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. James. When she's like, mm, mm, kinky. kinky. I'm like. You, you stop selling sex. Like I we know. get your sex. I like know. I really appreciate your drag, and I'm really loving what you're doing on the runway. Mm-hmm. But this, it's like too much. I feel like this episode, James, especially in like the Daisy Dukes, the crop top, the sandals, and the, and, the, <laughs> and the interaction she's having, it's very not fitting in at summer camp realness. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yes, like, yes. She thinks she's gonna like rule the bunk, but she's really just like queen of the latrine, right? You know, like, and she's just not fitting in. <laughs> a great name for a drag queen show. of the latrine queen of the latrine um yeah no it's 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 obvious that they know that they're being watched it's almost like they haven't warmed up yet yeah after a week of not being on camera oh that's true that all of a sudden like oh, okay i'm on, oh that's right i'm on camera and oh hi oh that's mm-hmm. right and they have to we, we're seeing them before they've adjusted right and i also feel like and this is just me kind of spitballing but i also I wonder if some of them are just maybe naturally a little like socially awkward. Yeah, they're just little geese. Yeah, they're know? just because they're just like little. I don't, Squawking about. Yeah, like I just I don't know. I feel like I there could be a through line of 
of well you know these are kind of like the weirdos like maybe they're like a little socially awkward you know i think you know? of like when i go to like when i was in teacher training and like we had retreats or it was like uh like a week-long symposium or something and mm -hmm. you just meet these people that you know you're going to be with for a while mm -hmm. and it's like the conversation you have in the elevator that that morning or right. like during the coffee break after the first session mm -hmm. you know what i'm talking about uh, i did it today yeah okay. where it, it was like it's that uh, it's mm -hmm. like oh hi hi how are you? How did you sleep? Right. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my. Oh, I watched, you know, Thriller last night. It was right. great. Yeah. And it's like, who's going to take the responsibility of creating the small talk? Exactly. Mm -hmm. There's somebody that has to rein it in yep. and be the, be mm -hmm. the beacon and, you know. Yep. And oh. to like, we are not going to stand here in awkward in silence. silence. Yes. Like, and I, I am, feel like that's you, Carl. Oh, <laughs> I will fill the air. Yeah. Like, I'm like dry ice. Like, I will just, I will not let us sit there in silence. You are your mother's son. Uh, you bet I am. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so no maternity test needed. Yeah, <laughs> I I am just a version of her. Um, which and she's you, lovely, and so. she's lovely. So yes. it turns out it works if you're out listening, fine. Kate, yeah. we yeah. love you. Yeah, you're great. <laughs> uh, I'm not complaining. So uh, we find out. Um, oh, and I have to say, because we, we get that like projection of the Boulay, yes. Boulay brothers, and especially this shot, I was just like, oh, it's so good to see Charlie Hyde's and Raven again. <laughs> They look exactly like them in this in this clip, especially Swan. Yes, I mean, yes. like it's just. I hear that. You know what I mean. I hear that. You yeah. know, I I this was kind of my second pick for clip of the week when uh, I think Swan Thula says, uh, you know. As queer people, we're used to feeling like a complete alien on this planet. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. 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 And um, it kind of gave another context, not only to the challenge, but also like the Bully brothers are really smart and mm -hmm. they, they understand kind of what they're doing here. And it's mm -hmm. not just like, let's be scary. You yeah. know, it's not that. No. At all. I think that's what I think I like about them the most is like, oh, they're just so smart. Yeah. Oh, I just love smart people. Yeah. Um, like, it's just it's very. um it's exciting to watch because I know a lot of thought has gone into this. Right. You know? Right. And, and I can tell that they're reference queens. Like, I think they just have a a lot of knowledge. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's why they're able to create such a, a large platform. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, we get to the boudoir and I I just, I I very much enjoy Abora, 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 Abora. I have a hard time saying her name. Abora. Abora. I get, I, I like, <laughs> Like jam that H in there, um, <laughs> jam the D in jam there, jam that D in there, <laughs> Abdora, Abdora, Abdora the Explorer, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> fully explored. Um, and so, but I, I love her drag. I love what she's doing on stage. But like, she's such angsty teenage girl in the boudoir. Yeah, well, you know, what? I will say this, and I know that I'm, I think I'm being more generous than you are, I guess. But um, the, I totally kind of understand I, I think I see maybe what she's going through she I, th I think she's a young queen mm -hmm. I think that she was just in apparently and has just gotten out of a really bad relationship mm -hmm. where she was being controlled yeah and mm -hmm. I think that has a lot to do with and this is a queer journey for for a lot of people where yeah, you do fall fall into relationships where you lose yourself mm -hmm. and where you forget kind of what what's right yeah. and what's up and what's down, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think that we're watching Abhora kind of like wake up in a sense. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's, it's a little hard to watch yeah. because it's, it's sad. Yeah. I think it's, there's certainly that element and I don't, I don't judge that because I know she's navigating that. Um, I feel like the, the elements of Abhora that I don't really jive with is kind of like the, 
she's kind of like the personification of like heavy metal and horror where it's like, Oh, like you don't like, it's so on the nose of like, of being like, I think at some point someone asked her like, how are you? She's like, Oh, I'm just like sweaty and disgusting. So perfect. It's oh, like, okay, all right. I get it. You're a monster. Well, you she's know? on camera. Yeah. It's right. just that thing of like, okay, we get it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, you don't have to like be on right now. But I think, um, and it's interesting cause I think of maybe even in a, like a younger queen, like Aquaria, I think Abora is still figuring out how to, put these feelings into words. And I think that came out in the mediation with bitch and Erica, where she was trying to say kind of what she's going through. She's like, I feel really bad for him and he's all alone. And I did that. And, mm -hmm. and it's all my fault. And she's in this space and I don't think she knows how to, how to talk about it yet. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, I just think, I think there's, there's certainly a connection to Abora in a relationship and just like Abora, the person Obviously, there's a connection. I think the stuff that I'm responding to is more of just like, I think what it is is like, I just, I can tell when someone's self-producing. Okay. And it's like, I just want you to stop because like the part of you that I'm interested in is the part of you that's not self-producing. I see what you're is saying. Is like the one who's being honest. I, I found her to be pretty genuine in, in how she was trying to get there. The, the, the thing that... Uh, it was very uh, vivid for me. It when she said, oh, "I'm just kind of like really embarrassed," and I I do want to make peace with her, but I'm just so embarrassed. It reminded me of the two kids in the principal's office that have to say they're sorry to each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. And they might mean it, but they don't. It's not practiced yet. Mm -hmm. They don't like have the words for it, and they don't. You know, it sounds disingenuous because they have never really done that before. Right, because it's a little awkward. There's no muscle memory for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so before we get to the interaction, we get oh. Disasterina doing more prompts. Oh, my God. Bitch Pudding, you were on the bottom a couple of times in a row, and then you got put on our team. It, it's like, land the plane, Disasterina, <laughs> land the plane. What are you trying to say? Come on, girl. But you know? then you get that fabulous response from Bitch where just off the cuff, she's like, oh, but you guys made me better. Yeah. Like she's I, humble. Yeah, no, bitch is great. I and, and this is not me judging the Calzone Queen. I just think of like all the people to have to like create a fake moment. <laughs> like you got this like weirdo. It's like if all the people, you know what well, I mean? Well, you know, when James does it, it comes off as kind of mean. And I love when Dol Dolly says, um, I wish I thought I was as funny as she thinks she oh, is. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dolly is I snapped. Dolly is not I I really like Dolly because I think I think she talks a bit of a badass game this episode, but in yeah. general I like her. Right. Um there's of course Slapgate, you know, which when, oh, when James right. hits her. Yeah. Which was over it. Get over it, girl. Yeah. That was just like, I don't know. I think you're just tired. Yeah. I think James is rubbing on your nerves. Right. Right. Um I think she did well the last challenge. And Dolly did as well, so I guess that's not part of it. Um, but in I, any event, I did love um, uh, bitches. I think it's a response to James when she, in a very high pitched voice, "What about '80s glam rock was expensive?" Yeah. Oh, I wrote down <laughs> bitches head voice. Yeah. I just, I was like, it was I, great. I need Nick and Amanda to just like, <laughs> to just do d Dragula Queen impressions because like I can't, I can't do a disaster, a disaster weena. Like I can't do it, but yeah. like I can bring it, you know, slightly to the runway. But I feel like Nick or Amanda could just knock it out of the fucking ballpark. Oh god, yeah, no, her reaction just like coming back at her. She's like, "What are you talking oh, about?" Oh uh, yeah, bitch's head voice. <laughs> I have the biggest hair on yeah, there. It's eighties glamour. <laughs> I love that. I love when her voice goes there. It's just, it's such like a cute version of bitch. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, because she has a pretty low voice. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. just like it's like I love when bitch gets riled up like that. I think it's really cute. Uh, In the pudding, as you say. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The pudding gets a little, you know, gets a little thick. Um, so we go, we get a little uh, moment with Victoria and Dolly. Oh right, this like this it look. seems like an Act One gun. Like yeah, it seems like an Act One gun. It's one of those conversations I never want to be in. Mm. I never want to have a conversation with someone who's telling me how unemotional they are. Right. Like Gia, I'm not buying it. I'm never going to buy it. You think it's a, it's a screen. I just think it's boring. Yeah. It's so boring. Like I understand. You're boring. You're boring. Um, yeah. Like I, I, I just feel like your inability to access your emotions doesn't make for an interesting conversation to me. Yeah. Um, and I mean that differently than like, oh, like we all have our shit. We all have our stuff we can't deal with. Like I, Maybe am, that's why they smoke pot, you yeah, know? Yeah, like I'm not exempt from that, but I just feel like when you talk about it like this big game, like I don't have emotions. I'm basically right. just like silly or stoned. Yeah, it's like a badge of honor when you're like, oh yeah, no, I just, I'm, yeah, I'm just a stoner. I, yeah. I don't have any emotions. Or even, even the, the extreme opposite is like somebody's like, oh yeah, I'm just really petty. I'm just like, you know what? That's not something to celebrate. Like, yeah. I don't think that being petty is something to be proud of or like bitchy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was someone I met uh, a couple months ago who was like very kind of proud of being kind of like the bitch among his friends. And I was just like, I I don't find this. I don't I don't know what there is. Like, I don't. What's the appeal to anybody else here? Right. You're you're a mean person. Yeah. And you're proud of it. Right. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. It's tricky. Yeah. Like, that's. That's not hot. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, so of course, then we get um, Erica mediating so she doesn't have to be in the middle anymore. So she sits <laughs> between the two of them and says, I'm just so tired of being caught in the middle. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm glad that uh, both of them had an ally. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? No, I, but like, come on. Like, you can't be there like, oh, I don't want to be caught in the middle and then literally fucking sit in the middle of well, the two people. Well, she was doing it to end being in the middle. So that she didn't have to hear it from one end and then hear it from the other. She's like, you know what? Just talk. Just talk about it. I think that she, this is nitpicking, but I don't think she needed to sit there in the center of the shot and, and be a, I think that she could have, once she got them going. She was putting on her best mediated drag, Mary. It was fine. She she had the tea in her hand, Girl, stirring you it. You are, you're playing <laughs> dumb right now. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And I'm giving Erica more credit. I think. And I, I just, I don't think, I think you're being, you're giving her way too much credit. Okay. Like, I just think it's like, am I, am, are we on a different show? <laughs> like, am I alone in this? Is Eric, not, Erica not being like a kind of a camera whore right now? Um, I mean, I'll give it to her. I love when she says about Abora's boyfriend like oh don't get me started on him right like that's the like i'll give her the credit that she's the one calling out the real conversation and i think helping shift i think bitch kind of helped shift it too of like um like it's really fucked up it's it sucks that something happened between us but it's really fucked up that he keeps bringing it up yeah and like holding it against you like that's the problem and i i I thought it was really interesting the way the conversation shifted there, you know? Yeah. Um, I get that. I mean, what I think, uh, what I got from this whole situation is that Abora was dating a narcissist mm -hmm. who now is still trying to control her 
after they've broken up by being like, oh, no, 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 I'm lonely. Oh, I'm sad. You did this to me. It's like, you know what? Like, all of this should have been just supportive of Abora. Right, right. But instead, it's like, look, I'm I'm here and I'm wounded. You you broke up with me while you're away. How dare you? You're you're the only one who can stop the bleeding. Right. And it's like, no, that's not true. His emotions now are not your responsibility, Abora. Like, you have to move on. Yeah. You know, it's not the same at all, but just like her, when she was saying like, oh, I just feel so bad. It, It just reminded me of Jinx Monsoon's saying I feel so selfish oh. and untucked because it was used in like every intro he <laughs> was like such a criminal of, like, I just feel so selfish oh. so that, this reminded me of that well I do feel like Abora from this conversation what I got is that she's clearly an empathetic person mm-hmm. I think that she she I don't think she knows how to turn that off and I think the boyfriend is using that to his advantage yeah oh I mean Abora is definitely a and I think this is and I know that she's not necessarily one saying like Oh, I don't have emotions, but I do think she tries to play a, li- a bit more steely than she is. Uh, clearly. And I think it's like, you're such I think a... she calls that out, though, right? She's like, yeah, I think I was being mean to you, bitch, because of all this other stuff. Yeah, and I think it's like, oh, you're you're actually like an incredibly sensitive person. Yes. So when you, when you pull the Miranda Priestly card, when you say like, so don't disappoint me, like when you do that, like... I'm, oh, I see what you mean. I'm she not, kind of like put you, it back on. Yeah, like you yeah. can't put the mask back. You can't put the latex back on. Right. We learned that in episode two, bitch. And bitch, what I loved about bitch is that she she just kind of ignored that comment because mm-hmm. that was like a dig. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, she just ignored it. And and for her to forgive her and to, to be able to forgive and see a human in pain, mm-hmm. that's an amazing skill. Oh, bitch is great. Oh, yeah. The fact that she was it just shows like, like higher love. Yeah. Right? She's like, okay, all right, we can move on from this. Yeah. Like, I think that bitch could see it was like, okay, the problem is your your boyfriend. Yeah. Why am I going to like pile on to that? Right. Yeah. No, it was, I liked where it landed. I liked where it arrived. Thank you, Erica, for your stewardship. And now they're roommates. And apparently. Or I guess they were. Or, yeah, they were yeah, roommates. Yeah. So yeah. Um, they were roommates. <gasps> they were roommates. Have you ever seen that um, that little vine where there's this, um, it's this, like, there's this girl walking down the street on her phone and she's talking and she says something like, and they were roommates. And there's this guy filming her and then he like turns his phone to himself and he goes, they were roommates. <laughs> well, well, uh, I think uh, uh, Sister Mary Ally or Ally sent it to us. Oh, yeah. I was just pulling from my own, <laughs> having seen that. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, I like that even more. That, yeah. that was the reference. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> so, of course, we get to the floor show. Oh, so, yes. And, so, this and was everything. Yeah, the Boulay brothers are wearing the looks with the lips. The ones with the, <laughs> the lips. With the lips. I love this. It's, it's kind of like the Dragula logo. It's the fangs and lips right. kind of thing, which I think is great. Um, Alaska. Alaska doing what we wanted Willem to uh, do. Yep. She is so good at balancing like her character and being an artist. Yeah. Like she was able to bring all that Alaska stuff, but then she had these like great insights. Great feedback. I just, you know, what I took from this was like, ugh. Alaska, you are just what a good fucking egg you Absolutely. are. Like I'm so happy that she's had so much success yeah. because I feel like she's earned it and I feel like it's comparable to what she's putting out. Sure. It's not like she's just doing bullshit and getting press for it. Right. Like she's a smart cookie. No, she's really funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm I I've always liked Alaska, but I I have these moments where I remember like, oh, kind of love Alaska like yeah. she really is that great yeah you know I don't have anything shitty to say about she's her she's in the monster realm mm-hmm. you oh, know her drag really. aesthetic you know it comes from that place yeah she's a great guest to have here because she does know how to kind of like navigate this world because she did like organically yeah yeah um we also get Heclina yes um, oh and I feel like this is 
Yeah. You're cut from the same cloth. This is my kind of queen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's giving me uncle realness. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. A bit of Jackie Beach. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, A bit of like just sensible lady. Yeah. You know, like. Fun. I love that moment when after the deliberation. I'd want her to drive me around a parking lot. Sure. (laughs) Just in circles telling me stories. (laughs) But I loved after the deliberation when um, all the queens were coming back on stage and you could hear Hecklina going, oh, beautiful. Oh, (laughs) fabulous. Like you're not supposed to talk, but she was just like, oh. Oh, she couldn't help it. She's like somebody's aunt. Yeah. You know? Oh, you look great. Oh, amazing. <laughs> I th- I Hecklina. Yeah. What a queen. Yeah. I yeah. love I love when judges are positive yeah. and constructive, right? Like I think yes. of, of Drag Race Thailand, right? Mm-hmm. Where there was like uh they balanced. Mm-hmm. And I think Hecklina and Alaska were perfectly balanced of being constructive and positive. Yeah. They they definitely didn't sugarcoat things, but they did not coat it in salt either. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And it wasn't edited in a way that like, you know, oh, they only picked the shady things. Yeah. It, I, we, we try to avoid the comparisons to Drag Race, but the, the deliberations are so unedited in comparison right. that I feel like I'm really seeing genuine feedback. Yeah. yeah. Compared to the very well, especially this one, very well edited floor shows. Yeah. I mean, that's a skill in itself. Oh, the floor shows are so good. This one, like they were upside down and mm-hmm. it went with the music. It was cool. Yeah. No, this was probably one of the best floor shows in terms of editing. Yeah. Just like, and I, they really showed the strengths, mm-hmm. I think, of each queen. Yeah. And the music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was great. great. Uh, let's talk about these looks. Right. Let's talk about Dolly. Okay. So, hello, Dolly. Yeah. Uh, it's like, eh, <laughs> hey. forever. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, I I did like the reference of Creature from the Black Lagoon. It was like a glamorized version of that. Yeah. And I thought she looked gorgeous. And so I'm kind of like, okay, you're like Drag Race Runway ready, right? Yeah. Like, you would look, you, this would be a great look on Drag Race. You know, it made me think about Trinity K. Bonet's Phoenix look. Oh, I, I see that. Like, it's a great look, but like, it's not. It, it's like I guess it wasn't enough. I think it's a great look to go home in. You yeah, I mean, like wow, what a look to go home in. Right, you know. Right. Um, I mean, it was, it was, it was a great look. Yeah. But uh, compared to some of the other fantasies, it was like okay. It was. I, I definitely didn't get as much of a sci-fi vibe. Mm. Um, I didn't get the creature from the Black, Black Lagoon vibe. I didn't get the reference to that. Um, Abora. My first reaction when when I saw her, I literally said, "Oh my goodness." Oh really? And then I wrote down, "Oh my goodness!" Oh my goodness! Because that like, oh, I I you mean, didn't I, say, "Oh my cock." No, <laughs> I didn't. No, I. Uh, Ooh, you know, another chicken head on the runway. It's just like another bird look. Yeah. In the Drag Race world, like, oh, that is that the birds of Drag Race. The for- birds of Drag Race. I forgot about that. Yes, this was another bird look. I guess Edgar Scissorwings would be another <laughs> bird look as well. Um, not to not to be forgotten. Yes. Um, uh, but yeah, another bird look. Yeah. Uh, yeah I thought. Um, I thought the look was cohesive. I love the feathers, mm-hmm. um, and she sold it. Yeah, oh, for it is sure so. in character. Mm-hmm. She, that's her strength. Yeah, I think compared to some of the other aliens, it was like, okay, is it conce- is it conceived? Like, how is this an alien kind mm-hmm. of thing? And they, I think, uh, the panel was like, well, I guess I can see like a Planet of the Apes, but it's yeah. chickens thing. And I feel like, and I know that Draken said this is like they didn't have to be aliens. And I felt like what I was seeing from Abora was more of the like mad scientist kind of oh, like oh sci fi somebody doing like experiments on people and oh that's smart Colin mm-hmm, crossing okay. chickens and people and I thought that's what she was doing I loved it it was so, it, it, I mean you talked about like Abora in episode two being so haunting this freaked me out oh it did in like a really like enjoyable way it's kind of like there's certain 
like campy B horror movies that'll still have a moment where you're like, oh god, oh, yeah, right? Like it's cheesy, but then oh god, then Ish. that happens. I'm never gonna forget that. I, you know, uh, not to skip ahead, but her birth, I I can't be scared of of that look anymore because of the birth. It was so funny. Oh yeah, the birth was the. Yeah, it was. It a, was. I was not expecting it. I should have. Yeah. But she just <laughs> lays Boop. an egg. Yeah. yeah. She's like, Wah. which is clever. Yeah. Um. Then we get uh, the cyborg police. Oh, Erica. Yeah. Um, I I wrote down small blunder. Oh, okay. So <laughs> uh, small wonder. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's my small wonder. Um, yeah, yeah. I um I think at this point I am with the Boulay brothers. You're gonna need to give me horror. Yeah. You're gonna need to move on from this. Yeah. She's not in the same gear. I think that's is how they put it. Yeah. And and, and it's it's true. Yeah. Um. It felt uh just not as dramatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I felt like you know I know that the sort of stage performance. I just. I, yeah. The stage performance for me uh, fell the most flat. Yeah. It just the flattest. It was yes. It was indeed the flattest. Uh. I just wasn't. Yeah. I just wasn't really into it. It was like Erica, you got to turn it around. Yeah. Yeah. You got to wow me next week. Yeah. I don't remember I mean, what she does. It, it was. But. It was certainly elevated in comparison to like maybe like a you know a basic queen like there was a concept there and it was cool and she had props and whatever but like look around you girl yeah like i could never do this and i always qualify that but like who am i to tell erica she did a split yeah i was like Mm -hmm. okay yeah yeah i just think that like in context come on sure um bitch i mean this so i wrote down this is Colin's aesthetic. I wrote best supporting actress. <laughs> yep. That is, this. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, this, hey, Fred. Hey, Fred. <laughs> I mean, immediately I was like, who I'd play. Immediately who I'd play. I love this. And then she's it the waitress. Fabulous. I mean, it was a little bit of Bonnie Hunt. Yes. Yeah. I got Bonnie Hunt. Mm-hmm. I got oh, Bonnie Hunt from uh, from uh, uh, it's good. It gets as good as it gets. She's in as good. Oh no, Helen Hunt. That's Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt in as good as it gets. This is like I was getting like that kind of Bonnie Hunt vibe. Okay. I mean, I know what you're saying, the waitress. I know what yeah. you're saying. Um, yes, I felt like there was just that kind of like I knew the character she was playing, and I think Alaska, like it was such I, I think she nailed it. It was like you did this like beautiful kind of like almost Mars attacks kind of alien, but you're representing this like grimy underbelly these like it's like these trashy aliens it reminded me of i don't know if you know like space balls mm-hmm. like she would have worked at that diner oh i don't know space balls that well but is that kind of like the version of like the when they all go to that place to the diner yeah. i mean it, there's uh, when they the, all go to that place it's the scene yeah. where the alien comes out and starts dancing yeah uh, and it, it's it's it, I, her story was so vivid yeah. just by her her delivery and her appearance it's mm-hmm. like okay you work at a diner and it's in space yep. and you know you you uh, astronauts come and you know you talk yeah. about things yeah, yeah. Um, when I was a kid there was a, a diner a few blocks away called the Galaxy Diner and I used oh. to live near a Galaxy Diner in Hell's sure. Kitchen yes that's right so I've indeed, indeed they have a galaxy on the, on the ceiling yeah so she works at the Galaxy Diner <laughs> um, I loved it I mean I I forgot she didn't win. Oh, yes, she doesn't win. Because it was like, that was so great. Yeah, it was so great. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't, actually. But Mm -hmm. I think in terms of the birth, it wasn't... I mean, it was great, but I can see why James... Yeah, yeah, well, and we'll get to James. James. Uh, Uh, Disasterina. Oh, I mean... Attention, human males. It's Disasterina. There's something matter-of-fact about it. I... I could not stop laughing. Yeah. I could not stop laughing. When she said, I'm here to extract... uh, you're ejaculate. You're ejaculate. <laughs> I think she says towards the end of the floor show, I wrote it down. Oh, I have it here. Um, oh, oh, here it is. Uh, 
going to need about 60 million tons. It's going to be uh, going to pull a double tonight. <laughs> There's like this little nuance in there. This like realistic way of speaking that I was just like, I feel like Disasterina is kind of like Borat meets Ira Glass. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like, because um, Ira Glass on This American Life, it's so... Uh, it's American Life, Myra Glass, today, story in three parts. First part, who are we? And I feel like Disasterina kind of does the same thing. Hey, I'm Disasterina. I'm here from the other planet. So I got Cartman playing Osimo from South Park. Oh, and I, I know you don't know South Park. I don't Park. know South Park references. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love all the little the little W-E kind of R's. Mm-hmm. Disasterina. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, this was, it was so kooky. It was so hilarious. I, I, I. If I was on that panel, I would have like petitioned for her to win. Yeah, I mean, it's very kids in the backyard. Yeah. I know that they they read her for like the crafty look, and that it wasn't really scary. But I was like, this is a this is an aesthetic. Like this this fits in a world, and I get it. Oh, it is. It's a very specific kind of drag from a kind of like it. It feels very referential to like really like B campy yeah. you know sci fi movies. It works in a certain way. I think it's kind of like, well, what are you looking for? You're looking for this. Or Victoria. You know what I mean? And, oh, I can't wait till we get there. Yeah. Uh, but James comes out. Yeah. I wrote down, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Microsoft and Carta. <laughs> I mean, that was, which is a great drag name. It's, yeah, Microsoft and is a great drag name. Carta, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's funny. I think I often would confuse this look with her first runway with all the, oh. the thorns or the wires or whatever. Okay. Like, it's kind of that same messy... You know, consumed the, by the look. Then, uh, yeah, she, yeah, she was certainly consumed. But I, I, her face in that first runway. Oh, well, that with the lips. Iconic. Yeah, with the lips. With the lips. Um, yeah. No, I, I laughed out loud at this because of the orgasm sound she was making. Oh, it was yeah. just so. It was so funny. Bad porn. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was so funny. Yeah, I mean, that was a very clever idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, really clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, I was really impressed actually, and I didn't think I was going to be. Um, but then Victoria Elizabeth Black came out and just completely blew my mind. Like what a fucking look Yeah It was like I think between her and bitch It was like Even the music knew Yeah You know what I mean Like the mm-hmm. music is like Really good for both of them Right uh, And yeah Victoria came out And it was like The slime And uh, The glowing belly Oh and my like, god Everybody else can go home Exactly Yeah And even mm-hmm. the birth Like What she was doing It was like uh, Did you ever see Signs Oh Only That's parts of it That's what the aliens it. And signs sound like Yeah With that like like chirping, buzzing yeah, that, sound. Yep, yeah, mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. I won't do it because it's the, the clicking. It's like, like the sound of bugs crawling. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's so gross. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she did it. It was impeccable. Oh, I know. I was like, how is she doing that? It sound? was impeccable. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, amazed. I I understood what Swan was saying of like, where is the drag? I think it's like a good hypothetical question to think about. Like, cause I think she was like, listen, I am not coming for this look at all. Okay. It's fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't they want said you- that at the top. They're yeah. Like, you guys are all great. Yeah. Like, I don't want you to think that I have anything wrong with this. It's just worth asking. If you were to drag this up, how would you do it? I sure. think that's really the. She added one thing, but like, mm-hmm. did, did it have to be? I mean, so many looks on the runway haven't been campy, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden we get this challenge, and it's like, oh, but we wanted you to be like in quotes, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, uh, I guess if you're gonna birth, I don't know. She took it very seriously. Yeah, I think that that is interesting. I like that she took it seriously. Yeah, and she eats the baby at the end. Like it was disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah, I you know made me think of like the Marys, like who are like, um, should I be watching this? I did think of those, and Marys. I was like, yeah, it was, it don't was watch that. Yeah, scene. don't don't watch that. Yeah, scene. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because um, um, it's true. It's like you know, we, 
it is pretty fucking gruesome. It's gross. It, she eats her baby. Yeah. And it makes baby sounds. Yeah. 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 It's gross. Uh, um, I did love James again. You've got mail. Genitalia. Oh, so cheesy. <laughs> I loved it. I loved. I was there for it. I Mary. liked when Dolly was like, I just fucking inked. <laughs> I thought that was kind of hot. I just fucking inked. <laughs> I mean, I, I have to say that the all the birthing scenes for me were so funny. It was a lot. It was so funny for me. Be- only because you had the two models just standing there trying not to laugh. Yeah, yeah. Because like, how long is each of these going on with each of these queens? Yeah. Um, as Alaska says, we got to see the miracle of childbirth over and over. Uh, I <laughs> computer think t- noises, computer noises. One, 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 zero, 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 one, one, one. I w- it was so clever. That was clever. And then clean up on aisle four. Yeah. <laughs> Clean up on aisle seven. Um, Disasterina's baby, I think, was the one that creeped me out the most. Oh, when it came out. And it was moving. Yeah, that there was, was just gross. something about it where I was like, there's something weird about this. It's yeah. like, it's like, what if you like were super delirious, couldn't sleep, you turned on the television, and this was on public access, was, <laughs> the, was the Disasterina show, oh and it's just her and her little baby, <laughs> you know, and she's on a megaphone the whole time. <laughs> Attention, human males. Disasterina. This is not an alien invasion. Yeah. <laughs> Need about 60 million tons. <laughs> Disaster Oh, God. It was so good. All the birds were so funny for yeah. me. I mean, the one that fell flat was Erica's for me. It was, I was like, yeah. you birthed the Game Boy. Or and it's I, a uh, brick. It was, yeah, she birthed the brick and it was Dragula, the video game. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I understand what your character is. Now she was supposed to be, and they said this on the panel, that she's like an 8 bit kind of yeah. thing. But I didn't, I thought it was more like cyborg police. Like, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I I didn't really get it. I did love the feedback she got from I think Drocker, who was like, "I want to see eight bit ghost." I was like, "Exactly, yeah, exactly." This you don't have to abandon the anime thing, right? But like, we've all played Mario Kart, right? We've all gotten the ink ghost, right? We've all played, Pac-Man. we've all gotten fucking inked, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pac Man is right. features four ghosts, Mary. Right, yeah. choose one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mozart's ghost. Do you know what that's from? No, the net. Oh Sandra God! Bullard. Where her entire life is on a floppy disk. Oh my God! That's what I always think of. Mozart's ghost. Yeah. Isn't Dennis Miller in that. Oh, Dennis. Yes, Dennis Miller Dennis is Miller. in that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love that movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that in forever. You know what? It is uh, like the '90s version of Jumpin' Jack Flash. Jumpin' Jack Flash is impeccable, and it's my next nomination for a Matreon movie because. She does uh, Diana Ross in that movie in in full drag. All right, she, it's Jumpin' Jack Flash is the one of the most underrated movies that I've talked about in the last month. It's certainly going to push Whoopi up there. Oh, as a top Matreon alum, here for it, Mary. I'm not mad at Whoopi Goldberg Ugh. as you know, Mary Gross certainly, but as <laughs> if, if people we've talked about the most. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yes. Yeah. So um. Bitch and James are on the top. Uh, yeah, I mean, we get lots of puns during the deliberation. Oh, this was great. Yeah, the eggs and the, oh, I mean, the eggs were great. Yeah, it was so. And Alaska's like, "How are you doing this?" It was so cute. Um, and I, I just wrote down, yeah, Heclina is such a sensible lady. I think Heclina is such a, like a. I would love to see her on Drag Race, just because I feel like not only does she just like she's just like an expert of what she does, but I feel like what a good energy. Yeah, like, what a good like. She knows what she's talking about, and I think she's talking to them in a way that they can hear. Yeah, you that know? makes sense. That's yeah. a good way to put it. She, uh, yeah, to actually communicate well instead mm-hmm. of this like 
top down. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think she's just I just want more of Akina. Yeah. Um she's great. <laughs> I've never yeah. I've never seen one of her shows, one of her heck yeah. Oh my god. Because <laughs> uh, she does she did the was it Hecklina or um Peaches Christ? It was Peaches Christ who did the Troop Beverly Hills yes. with Trixie. Yes. Yeah. But Hecklina and Peaches Christ do stuff together in San Francisco all the time. Oh. Uh Anyway, um, Dolly, Victoria, Erica on the bottom. Yes. Oh, Was, uh, is this how you would have done it then? Um. Uh, oh yeah. There's yeah. Apora, Dolly, Erica. Yeah. Um. Did Apora go on the bottom? She was in like the bottom three, but not the bottom two. You know what I no, mean? No, there were there were three. Oh, on the that's bottom. right, because I didn't watch this extermination. Um, um, I guess Victoria. Why did I write Victoria? I meant Abora. Yeah, that was last week. Yeah, Victoria. And it was Abora, Dolly, and yeah. Erica. And so, do you know what the extermination was, Mary? They had to eat a bunch of stuff. I I couldn't watch it. Yeah, I've never watched any. Of I it. wish I could tell our Marys what they ate, and I don't think I'm gonna think I'm just gonna spare you. Like it was. I, I just kind of like peaked a little bit. I was like, okay, no, I, you know, no. and this that's, is that's, I, I just like eating bugs, eating brains, eating worms. Like they were, yeah. 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 We've talked about this before where it's like, what does this have to do with anything? Yeah. And again, it's the spectacle. It's, I don't even know. I wish yeah. somebody would, would argue against my stance and uh, of like, well, first of all, nobody can argue with like we don't have to watch it. Yeah, we don't. And I, I was just thinking maybe this is like the monster part. Like, can a super mo- a super monster can eat gross things and get tattoos and how get... bad do you want this? Yeah, and it, yeah. and it, it's kind of like it it's fulfilling the monster side of things. Sure, it's so it, you're punk. not just a drag queen; you can like do nasty shit. Right. And I think that's kind of what it is. Yeah. It's just like, oh, man. Just, ugh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Dolly, you saw the last scene. Uh, I think I watched it maybe once, and then I didn't watch it the second time I watched it. So, of course, she's eating fries, which I love. Okay, all um, right. But something's weird about the ketchup. Um, so I guess it was like, oh, was... maybe it's blood or something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she gets hit over the head and then put into an oven. Oh, uh, I think I saw her get hit over the head, and I was like, okay. And uh, then they pan to the wall, and it's like a, like a grocery list, and it's like onions, cabbage, dolly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, well... Um, a recipe or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, goodbye, Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just have this quote that's just like worth mentioning. I think it was Alaska saying, your pussy was a CD-ROM and it was really charming. And I think out of context, that's great. Well, yeah, they, they referenced the 24-hour... Uh, free trial and I loved how mad Alaska got she's like it's a it was a scam it's a scam it's a scam yeah it's like <laughs> it's like a 20 year old scam like it's it's so old news oh god she's, I love how upset she got yeah she got yeah because she got scammed when she was 11 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah 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 she probably would have been around then yeah. yeah I was like how old is she yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I remember those free trials. Oh, me too. I yeah. remember getting the mail. I never used them because we had America Online. So yeah, I feel like my dad had all that stuff. He had like an early AOL email address. He was oh. like one of the first adopters of it. Oh wow. Um, yeah. yeah. AOL. Yeah, certainly a staple. I mean, before I had AOL, it was Earthlink. Oh yeah. Yeah, at Earthlink. I remember hearing of Earthlink. Yeah. Yeah. I think AOL was like part of the first iteration of internet in our house. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Um, You've got mail. Yeah. Oh. Files done. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, how do I. Welcome. How yeah. Do I, how do I. I'm just going to Google penis. Well, I guess you didn't Google. You just typed it in and just. I, I would Alta Vista penis. And see so, oh, yeah. Right. You had to like click on the World Wide Web you had to, icon. You had to like. Go out of AOL. You had to leave that little like. 
the like the the the, the main kind of frame with like all of the all the little channels yeah all the little channels mm-hmm. and that's where you found the chat rooms but then like you could also click on the World Wide Web one and then yeah who knows what was happening well, there. yeah then yeah. then you're just Sandra Bullock floating in space that's you right. know Mozart's what I mean ghost. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah the net gravity same thing uh, um, well yeah she's she uh, I remember in that movie it was so wild she orders pizza online oh in the net in the net she orders pizza online oh was it domino's with a little tracker <laughs> could she see if, if her pizza was in the oven could she send dolly some... was in the oven mary yeah right yeah 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 could she send some words of encouragement to her um, never done that on pizza Hut? no domino's they, their app it's like you, you i can... don't know about the domino's app. oh well you, you know just it outed yourself some of my weaker moments i like to <laughs> I like to order myself a pizza and some breadsticks and maybe a well, at least it's not Papa John's. No, yeah. no, no, never. Anyway, but now, uh, um, but no, I would order, and then they have like the little tracker, so you can kind of see where your order is, and it says, "Oh, your order just went into the oven. Do you want to send some words of encouragement to your the people cooking?" And I, and then I would say, "Yeah, you're doing a great job." Oh, yeah, I would say nice things. Nice. Um, that's nice. But it's like you know, those people are like, "Yeah, all right, whatever." Like they don't care. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I always make it a point, and I know that. I don't know. Whenever I order Seamless, they don't have to walk all the way up here. I'm going to go down and meet them. Like, it's fine. Oh, I feel It like depends on how far you live up and, yeah. you know, your mobility issues. But, like, they don't have to walk all the way up here. Like, it sucks. Oh. Like, that job sucks. I tip them on top of the credit card tip, mm-hmm. and they don't have to walk up here. Like, mm. come on. We're, we're all humans here. Yeah. I, I let them come to my door. Nice. Um, oh, just but in I, case they're, you know, well, you never a know. sausage queen. Yeah, you never know, right? Yeah. So I just, I, I let, I let my robe fall open and <laughs> see what Oops, happens. My bosom's come then, flying yeah, exactly. out. What am I going to do? What, let I, him in? Yeah. yeah, right. Let him in. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and there's those moments where you're like, so you off, you off duty soon? Yeah. You know, I had a moment recently with an Uber driver oh. uh, coming. Uh, my mom, my mom sent me home, mm-hmm. and I was not. This was not something that I was interested in, but like I felt like he was fishing mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, this is—is is this how it happens? I was just fascinated because I guess I mean I feel like Mary's and and we won't say your name on the podcast, but anyone who has had an experience with an Uber or Lyft driver or or delivery person or a delivery yeah. person or just a plain old taxi driver just a plain old medallion queen then you know we want to hear about it we want to hear about it all right mary podcast at gmail.com <laughs> we do i want to hear about it especially I wanna... if it involves poppers and nipple play yeah of course it yeah right bring the rush you know <laughs> oh um, god that stuff's so bad oh yeah yeah um or the, or the one that's just like british like there's oh just the british flag yeah, yeah or there's one that's just like a white label and that's the one everyone says is the best one the only the only brands i know are the ones that i get at the blue room on that's, 8th avenue that's yeah. where i go yep. yeah, yeah yeah i guess you can order them online but like i used i saw that and then i think they stopped and you have to like search another way it's, yeah, and I, I know you can do it in other countries in the u.s i think it's tricky but i found places where it's possible yeah but i just go to the blue room yeah it's fine you know because I, I used to go <laughs> i used to like gotta check out the dildos well, yeah know? right like i would go to the pharmacy like a block away and you know pick up my prep and then i would go to the blue room and pick up the poppers and i was just like all right tuesday yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this party started. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm logging on and I'm going to get off. Yeah, and I'm getting, yeah. Logging on for a log. Yeah. There you go, Mary. Um, that sounds like poop. Um, <laughs> not what I'm looking for. 
not what I'm looking for. Terrible. I would not. Terrible Mario. Um, anyway, I think I think that's. I think that's. Uh, good, I think that's a good note to end yeah, on. Yeah, there's episode three and four, Marys. Yeah. Next week we'll continue on our journey with mm-hmm. uh, Dragula. Uh, obviously, we really love the feedback that we got this week. Uh, you know, all positives and negatives, and like tea and all that stuff. It was really, really great. So keep it coming, Mary. If uh, you have thoughts on uh, this week's episode and Dragula in general, you can reach out to us at All Right Mary on Twitter, or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com, or you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. And of course, I'm on Instagram at Johnny Also. And of course, you can find more of me on my podcast in the details. I just had my first guest. Uh, I had Nick Cachano from the Squirrel Friends Cocktail Hour and the Very Bad Gay Podcast. And we talked about notes on a scandal. Oh. And next week, I am doing, because I'm traveling. So I'm like, let me, let me figure out what I can, what, what could be a good episode that I could do. So I'm doing, these are some, these are some YouTube tidbits, including the micro infomercial okay cool some things there's like the nuances of youtube sure like things that i need to share mm. with or without context love it so i think it'll be fun i think it's gonna be a fun episode to do um and you might learn something new okay. so um you can always listen to that you can always get more of me on twitter at colin drucker and you can also get more of us at patreon.com backslash all right mary mm. which our matreons know you get a bonus episode every week That's and great. we are keeping it spooky that's right. Uh, we just did Beetlejuice. We did just do Beetlejuice. Yeah. And if we say it one more time, um, <laughs> Beetlegeist. Uh, and uh, we are about to do. Mm, what are we about to do? Uh, oh, we are. Well, I don't. I don't know if we chose the next one yet. We Mary. didn't. We have a list uh, that we're going to choose from. But uh, yes, it will be something spooky. Oh, so it's going to be a surprise. But yes. it's going to be a spooky fingers it's be surprise. Spooky fingers. Yeah. Um. So spooky fingers up. Spooky fingers down. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, it might be. It might be the craft. I know that's coming. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. I feel like maybe that's where we'll go. Okay. Just witches. You know. Yeah, All sure. them witches. All of them witches. Yeah. yeah. We have a lot of witches. Yeah. Come on, witch. I was a witch for Halloween when I was That's three. That's right. Yeah. So. A witch. A witch. <laughs> um, so, Mary, what is our last chance lip sync this oh, week? Oh, I have had this song in my iTunes, in my iTunes, my Spotify playlist forever. It's just like one of those ones that came up in my like Discover Weekly, and I was just like, all right, all right, Beats. Um, and it's called... Um, it's called Sweet Hell. Because, mm. uh, like, you know, as you know, we're doing spooky uh, matreons. Um, by spooky lip syncs. Spooky lip syncs. We're doing spooky matreons and spooky lip syncs. Everything's spooky. Um, and this is by Maya Manser. Probably saying it wrong. Okay. Um, anyway, I just think this is a great song. I think it's super performative. I think the chorus is great. I think that any one of these queens or perhaps me in a towel... Given Terry Cloth realness, that's a good drag name. Terry, oh, Cloth, Terry Real- Cloth realness. Terry Cloth realness. Which is um, Terry Cloth. Terry Cloth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, could really, um, yeah, could do something special with this. So uh, use your imagination, Marys. All right. And uh, we will see.